Oh, we have been away. We were gone, but not forgotten. Thanks for coming back and seeing us at the Hijinx Ensues Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Blue Coyote, and as always, I am joined with my tag team partner for life, Bobby E. Yes, sir. I'm here. What's going on, Bobby? Lots to talk about. Did you did you enjoy having the week off? I did. I got immensely drunk. That doesn't sound like a week off for you. Yeah. Well. You didn't have to do this. I didn't. You didn't have to entertain the fives and tens of fans. I didn't. Okay. Well, uh, last week, though we did not record, um, I was still super busy. I had meetings with several different people about HEWP merchandise. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about this show's new format, uh, some great opportunities for you guys listening out there, and we're going to be talking about uh, the same normal stupid goofy crap we're always going to be talking about. Bestiality. Yes! No! What? Anywho, so uh, last week, instead of recording, I met with a couple different merchandisers, some people who could help us out. <clears throat> so that was really cool. Um, we're going to have lots of options coming your way. Uh, probably one of the easiest things that you're going to be able to get to show your support is going to be a decal. And the decal is going to be logo. Um, it's, it's the one that we have on social media where it's like the Bullet Club and says Hijinks Club. So, that's cool. Um, one of the people that I talked to uh, is a graphic designer and does t-shirts. And so, we've got some t-shirt ideas, which we'll discuss here in a minute. But, um, they're going to work on a different logo. Something that is more unique. Something that is just for us. And once we get that done, we'll get some more stickers and decals made. Um, and get those out to you guys. <clears throat> so, on t-shirt ideas, I uh, had a couple things come up with that. One... I had a couple shirts I was wanting to do, like a front and a back. Um, I don't know if it's really going to be cost effective. I'm trying to keep the cost down. So, for instance, um, well, our fans uh, kind of doing in the in, in the interest of like a fan club. Of course, we don't we're not going to have a fan club because everyone <coughs> who listens is a fan and and they send us messages anyway, and we you know we communicate back and forth and. Oh. Me and, uh, but it was discussed and decided that uh, the name for our fan group would be the Fives and Tens. Because okay. they are the Fives and Tens of listeners from around the world. So one of the t-shirt ideas I had said the Fives and Tens. And then on the back I was going to put some of our more well-known listeners. You know, listeners that we've discussed on the show before and, and their name, you know, comes up. So... They would be the fives and the tens, and I was gonna have a variant shirt. So at the bottom of the the list, it would say Trucker Josh. But if you don't like Trucker Josh, you could order the variant where at the bottom it would say Ball Suck and Fake Truck Driving Josh. <laughs> so just things like that, you know. Um, but have you know different people that we call out on the show on the regular. Um, but you know the the cost for. The material to go on the front and the cost for it to go on the back, it's kind of double the cost of 
you know, what we'd have to pay just to do the front. So we're trying to work out an idea. Um, got another one uh, that we're thinking about of a caricature of Bobby E, kind of like in the style of, oh, I don't know, 1010 or Fallout, you know, the advertisements. Um, just kind of a simple design of him kind of shrugging his shoulders, holding his arms up, saying, no idea who that is. So that's one that has been requested. So I think that'll be a good one. Hmm. Um, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, another one that I really do like on the front would say H-E-W-P. And then on the back it would have said the hoop, the ring, the squared circle. So we're trying to kind of incorporate that into a design and put it all on the front. Um, we're trying to look at different costs for, you know, short sleeve, long sleeve, tank top, that sort of thing. Um but we've, we've got a lot of ideas other than that, and we want to get those out there as soon as we can. We'll probably be uh, selling and distributing through social media. Uh, speaking of which, Patreon. Speaking of witches. Yep, witches of Patreon. Go check them out. Uh, we have a Patreon. Um, I sent several of our listeners a message. Um, I don't know if it just didn't go through or what. Uh but we do have one. It is a multi-tier, just like a lot of other Patreons, and there's some cool stuff there. Um, with regard to our new format, uh, we are moving towards the daily format. We talked about it, you know, several months ago, and would it be an option? Do you want to see it? Do you not? And we didn't get a whole lot of response back on that, but as the show has grown, we have uh, so much more that we're doing, different segments and things and bits. So... Bobby E. and I will meet on our recording day. We will record and fit all those segments together, and then they will be broken up and distributed daily. Um, you know, that's you know one of the ideas that had come up, and a few people commented they wanted that. So we're going to give that a shot. I think that'll be really cool. It'll open up uh, more doors for advertisement instead of, you know, doing because we try to only do one ad a show. So instead of doing one ad a week, all of a sudden we get five ads. For the week. Um, also, if y'all know anybody that uh, is wanting to get uh, an ad out there, hey, give them give them our info. Tell them to get in touch with us somehow, and we will talk with them, uh, and we can put an ad together. Uh, I'll shit all over anything. Yeah, how awesome is that? So, uh, want to speaking of ads, I want to play you a little something, Bobby. Okay. Uh, if it will play. I was trying to play it the other day and it would not. Let's see if we can. Oh, maybe you should have checked this before. No, it's a surprise thing. Just shut up. Surprise! Shazam! Um. Creator of Codename Blank, and I just wanted to let you guys know about an awesome wrestling podcast called Hijinks Ensues. You take the good, you take the bad, put them together, and you have Hijinks Ensues. If you like drunken comedy and wrestling, check it out. Blue Coyote knows wrestling, Bobby E knows drinking? H E W P, the hoop, the ring, the squared circle. Hijinks Ensues. Find it wherever you find your podcasts. Isn't that cool? That's a good ad, huh? Well, fuck him. <laughs> Why fuck him? I know more than drinking. I know, but that's kind of like our thing. It is? Yeah. You take the good, you take the bad, put them together, then you have... I take some Kim, that was loud. <laughs> so, 
It was just a little 30 second ad. I wrote it, so don't be mad at him. Oh, well then fuck you! Yeah, he's he's just the professional Canadian voice actor who put the commercial together. He's Canadian? No, but he sounded Canadian, so I gave him some crap about it. All the best voice <coughs> actors are Canadian. So I told him, hey. Like Ryan Reynolds? Yep. Mm. What? What? I don't know. So, yes. in the interest of the show... Talking about these new segments we have. Um, like Monday, news. Show news, like, hey, we're doing new segments. Hey, we got merchandise, stuff like that. Um, news that's come out of the wrestling world, like we are want to talk about. But we also talk about a variety of other things. So we'll kind of save that for Monday. Uh, because, you know, the, whenever we normally talk about other stuff, we do it at the beginning of the show. Kind of, sort of. We got some stuff to do today on that. Okay. Tuesday would be kind of like a, a show rundown or podcast news. So things that have come up that I just go, holy shit, that I, on the podcast, the wrestling ones that I listen to, or even the D&D ones you listen to, or the, the true crime ones. I like all that stuff. So uh, we'll kind of come up with some podcast news, point you in some other directions if you like us. You know, hey, you might like to listen to this too. Um, but also show rundown. So shows that we've watched uh, wrestling-wise. Tell you, it's going to be kind of light because Raw and SmackDown... But we do have some show news today. Uh, came up in my news feed, and I said, "Well, that's news, but we're going to put it in the show news." And Bobby's going to be devastated by it, so we'll get to that a little later on. Wednesday watch along. That's where we're going to be watching our matches. Now, um, we're probably not going to be doing full pay per views like we have done in the past. We might do a full pay per view and break that up every now and again into different segments. You know, hey, we'll watch a couple matches. You'll get that Monday. You'll get the next couple matches on. Tuesday, maybe one of the really long matches will be Wednesday, so on and so forth. Thursday is going to be our, our topic and our fan questions. So, uh, you know, when we started the show, we used to do a, a Mount Rushmore. We do have one for today. Don't worry, Bobby. You don't have to research any of it because I'm going to ask you the question on the spot. And I'm pretty sure you're going to know. Four and, inches. Yes. And Friday will be... Uh, our fun day. That's where we're going to do our fantasy booking, our RPG that we're working on, and story time. So that's where you're going to get the Blue Coyote Saga um, narrative. Because, you know, those you normally only run about three to five minutes, so that's not really a segment by itself. Uh, but we're wanting to get the RPG off the ground. And, of course, the fantasy booking is always uh, fun and popular. Um, one did come up this week on social media, and I tagged some people in it, and I threw it over on our, uh, our page, and we got some hits back on that. So we're going to be discussing... All of that and more on the Hijinks and Sue's Wrestling Podcast. We'll be back after a message from our sponsors. Yeah. Just kidding. Because I do the ad at the front of the show, so. I just, I feel like a news anchor. Oh, so we're not taking a break? No. Oh, shit. Okay. I was all in break mode. Oh. No. Uh, not taking a break. But... So let's talk about some things, man. Okay, let's talk about things. I uh, I watched a good documentary this week. I watched a really great movie this week. And I started a TV show that I was anticipating for a while. Okay. Uh, those were all good. I was wanting to get your feedback on them and see what you've been watching other than porn. Um, Nothing. Documentary-wise, okay. this week I watched Tread. Have you heard of it? Negative. So back in 1991, this guy up in Colorado, his business got screwed over. Okay. And by about 2003, 2004, 
he sold everything except for his property and a bulldozer. And he was a master welder. And he welded a bunch of plates to the bulldozer. And then he drove it all over town destroying buildings. Cool. It was pretty crazy. No yeah. one died. Didn't somebody do that in a tank? In uh, California. California, in San Diego. Well, this happened prior to that. Okay. So this was like the precursor to it. But uh, he stepped it up. So the documentary uh, talks to the people who were left behind, people who were accused of screwing this guy over. I felt like they all collectively, like they had some good things to say about him, but collectively they wanted to cover their ass like we didn't screw this guy over. Ah. Was the the sense I got. Um, highly intelligent man, and he recorded. Like, he made three or four audio tapes uh. to kind of talk about what led up to this and his reasons for doing it. Like a manifesto. Yes, like a manifesto. But they play those throughout the documentary. So, okay. it was pretty good. It was about an hour, hour and a half. Um, but I still have it saved on my Netflix, and I'm going to watch it again. It was that good. Wow. Yeah. And it's called Tread? Tread. It's really good. Okay. Um, movie I watched a couple days ago. It took me forever. I've had it forever, but it took me a while to find the time to watch it because it's two hours and 43 minutes long. The Shape of Water. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ah. You haven't seen, seen it. You yeah. have, you, have you seen it or you haven't? No, I haven't. I asked you about it. I will be sending you home with that today. Uh, it was so good that I stayed up late. I broke my curfew. I still got up the next morning, but I was feeling the tiredness. Okay. But it was so good that I thought about the movie the whole day and I was ready to come home and watch it again two days in a row, back to back. It made my top five. It's now in my top five favorite movies of all time list. Holy shit. It is so good. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio together as a team is like Paul Newman and Robert Redford. I mean, it's just like this. What? Yeah, this is like acting at its height. They are so awesome together. Like I was waiting for them to make Butch and Sundance. Okay. It was good. So good. Okay. Like if they touched tips. If they touched tips, my mind would have exploded. Gross. We were right there. Gross. You were all like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds. Okay. I can't love Brad Pitt. No. But he was in Interview with the Vampire. People might want to forget that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they want to forget the sequel. <laughs> Queen of the Damned. What? That's my favorite one. Okay. Butt snap. Music by Corn. I'm not saying it, the music isn't good. I'm saying that movie let a lot of people down. A lot of people were excited for it, and then it came out, and they were like, oh, no. It's my favorite one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I've watched that more than I've watched... Interview with the Vampire? Yeah. I... Interview for Vampire for the time, though, was really good. Because you had Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, Christian Slater, Kirsten Gary... Dunst... Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. No? Yeah, he was the vampire. No, that's Dracula. Oh, shit. Did you get your, your signals crossed? Queen of the Damned still my favorite. Speaking of Dracula, that movie had Keanu Reeves in it. Whoa, vampires. Um, <laughs> so it's not really newsworthy. It just it came <laughs> up in my news feed and I thought, huh. Uh, but rapper Neo took his stage name from Keanu Reeves' character in The Matrix. Well, no shit! 
Who did Keanu play in The Matrix? Neo! <laughs> ah, I did. So, <coughs> anywho, I just thought... I'm so, I, I'm so excited I, for the new Matrix. I, I read the, the headline, I just thought, well, no shit! Yeah. Moving on. Uh, and lastly, okay, so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was really great. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it, uh, but there was some really good fight scenes in it. The gore was just perfect. Oh, I thought it was a comedy. There's some funny moments in it. Oh, okay. I got. I don't know. I guess I don't know shit about this movie. Okay, so you've got Leonardo DiCaprio who plays an actor. It's 1969, and he was in a couple movies. Like he was in a western movie, and then he was like in a, a World War II movie, kind of reminiscent of like John Wayne. And then he did a TV show, a cowboy show called Bounty Hunter, and or Bounty Law, and Oops, after sorry. so many seasons, it quit. So now he's just kind of doing guest roles on TV shows, and so he's kind of down on his luck. And Brad Pitt, who's his best friend, is also his stunt double. And he's not really working as a stunt double anymore, so he's like drives him around town and does you know odd jobs for him around the house. Well, um, throughout the course of this, you find out that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character lives next door to Sharon Tate, who was the murdered vic- by the Manson family. Yes, so it's got the Manson family in it. They go to Spawn Ranch. Um, See, I know more than drinking. Okay, well. I, I, I sent you Sharon Tate. I said, Margot Robbie playing Sharon Tate is just phenomenal. I'm so in love. And you were like, who? Oh, did I? Yeah. So I was like, oh. I said, you a lie. Because I knew you had to know about Manson. Okay. So, all right. All right. anywho. Uh, very good film. Very good. R.I.P. R.I.P. So, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And then, TV show that I was anticipating that came out on Netflix. Young Sheldon. Uh, Transformers War for Cybertron, Chapter 1. of a motherless goat. What? Yeah. So they go back to the origins of the Transformers on Cybertron. Okay. Um, and it is anime-esque, but it's all computer-generated. Okay. And they go back to classic sounds, and they get, you know, a lot of the original voice actors to voice the characters, but it is very good. I just watched the first two episodes. Chapter one, it's got six episodes in it. I'll probably finish the other four later today. But it was <laughs> it was very well done. Um, the writing was good. It was reminiscent. Like they've they've done other Transformers cartoons, but they didn't capture the magic, so to speak, as the original. Okay. This one does, but it is clearly written for an adult audience. It's not you know, adult overtones. There's not like swearing and murder and shit. You know, they want kids to watch it, but it is not a kid's happy-go-lucky. I mean, Cybertron is post-apocalyptic. The the planet is falling the fuck apart, and the war is pretty much kicked off between Megatron and Optimus Prime. They actually go into detail and discuss how they uh, both used to be friends back whenever Optimus Prime was known as Orion Pax. So it it does a lot of cool shit, and I was just blown away by it. Does it show a make-out? Well, that's probably going to be on episode six. Okay. Um, so, but it's supposed to be in three separate chapters. The rumor on the internet is that chapter three will reintroduce uh, Beast Wars. 
And I was pretty pretty excited about that. So. <laughs> Insert bestiality. I knew care. that's where you went. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. But it was good. So if you want to check those things out, check them out. Um, and let's go ahead and get started with some <coughs> wrestler news, news, news. You got any news this week? No. Okay. That's cool. Um, Randy Orton. What about him? I'm I just throwing out a name. I don't know. Ah. Who's next? Well, we discussed before Paul Heyman getting fired from Creative of Raw. Mm-hmm. And this week, and we've got a couple different news sources that have come out of this meeting, but WWD held their quarterly meeting where they talk with investors and shareholders about what's going on. And, of course, they discuss ratings and um, different products. And So a question did come up. <clears throat> and uh, someone asked about Paul Heyman's firing. And uh, Vince said he, he was very good at creative. And I thought, well, if he was so good at creative... Why did you fire him from his creative position? And it was said that Paul Heyman is a big fan of pushing younger stars and trying to create uh, new reasons for fans to watch the show. Um, so Vince was asked if Heyman being let go would mean like a, tra- a change in strategy. And, and Vince replied, you know, as far as continuing on, acting on what's new and building and characters, you always have to build new characters constantly. Like D&D. Uh, so, you know, let's see. Over the past few weeks on Raw, we've seen some pretty big pushes on up-and-coming young stars like Randy Orton and Big Show and MVP and Christian and Rey Mysterio. None of those are new. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. Oh, okay. So let's, I got something right? Yeah, let's push the young talent. All they've done <laughs> is they go back to their established stars. It's So I have a quick question. Okay. Um... Probably could ask you this all fair. That's fine. Uh, so if Paul Heyman's gone, mm-hmm. does that mean Lesnar's gone? No. Fuck. Uh, Paul Heyman is still an, an on-screen personality. So he's still the manager of Brock Lesnar. He's just not in charge of uh, creative. But we've seen less of Heyman recently because Lesnar hasn't been on the show. As much, you know, he aside from having the contract where he works limited number of dates, he's also um, his main residence is in Canada, so some travel has been an issue due to the COVID, and of course um, the allegations that came out about him showing his PP to Terry Reynolds. So, whoa, whoa, wait, who? Wait, we've discussed this before on the show, but have we? Yes. Uh. So Terry Reynolds, ex-wife of uh, Dustin Reynolds, Gold Dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whenever Lesnar first got in the company, she was walking by the locker room, and he was like, Hey, check this out! And she turned around, and he was like, Look at my wiener! Sweet. It was actually one of the places where we got four inches. We're like, four inches, four inches. So. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, there's a flashback for everybody. Yep. Do what did Um, no, no, Four inches. <laughs> so, kind of some bigger news this week. <laughs> bigger than four inches. <laughs> uh, 17 years ago, in uh, the PWG promotion, Excalibur, who is currently one of the 
no commentators idea. on AEW. No idea. He's a mask. He was a masked wrestler, okay. and now he's a commentator. He still wears the mask. Uh, but him and Kevin Owens used the N word as a, a and a quote from the Longest Yard against uh, Mexican people to get a cheap heat against a black wrestler named the Human Tornado and Sami Zayn, who was wrestling as El Generico at the time. Um, so it's been said that the angle was Human Tornado's idea, but Excalibur has not been on AEW. And this is probably why that it's come up that he used this uh, racial slur in a promo 17 years ago. Unacceptable. It is unacceptable, but I guess one of the one of the issues that I'm having, and we talked about this with the Sammy Guevara. You know, Sammy Guevara never should have said what he said about uh, Sasha Banks, but nothing came up about it at the time. So as we're kind of growing and changing and things, I I do not support the use of the word, but at the same time, he said it 17 years ago and. No one said anything then, and I'm not condoning what he said or did, but if it was for a wrestling angle, and it was for his character to get heat, to be hated, so to speak, I don't understand it coming up now. It, and he's said, you know, I don't feel this way, it's not a word I use, it was in character. So I, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it, I don't fully comprehend or understand, and won't, but... This has come up, you know, over the last couple years. Oh, so-and-so said this. Um, okay, did they say it now? What's what's the... Oh, they said it 20 years ago. Well, 20 years ago, things were different. And, and, I'm, and I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm just saying that you're holding someone accountable now for something that they did then. I mean, even in criminal law, there is a statute of limitations. Mm -hmm. So I don't... I don't understand... Um, I can understand people being upset by it, and I can understand um, being hurt by it. I don't understand a company saying, hey, we're going to punish you now for something you did 17 years ago when you were a different person and you did not even work for this company. Uh, I, I don't understand it. Um, so please enlighten me. Uh, feel free to hit me up on our social media accounts um, and just... Talk to me. Help help me to understand. Um, I don't want a bunch of hate tweets or uh, you know hate posts because I'll delete them. But just help me to understand because because I don't and I'm asking for that. She's uh, so hot. Who? Sasha Banks. She is hot. As soon as you said Sasha Banks, that's all your I, your brain. Yeah, I shut off. Uh, cool. Because I went on kind of a rant. Yeah, you did. Which I let you do. Um. Eric Young. You know Eric Young? Is that Eric the Red? No. Oh, okay. No. Eric Young. He's a wrestler. Oh, no. Nah. I have no idea who that is. So he was really big in TNA, and then he went... <laughs> <laughs> Gratuitous TNA laughter. Um, he, he went to NXT. He was there for a while, um, mostly just to learn the WWE style, like how their cameras work and how everything works. He did get called up to the main roster, but you really did you didn't see him much. <coughs> um, he was one of the the people let go 
um, whenever the COVID impacted the superstars in WWE made their cuts. And he said no hard feelings. He kind of thought he would be cut. Um, the second person he called after being cut was uh, Scott DeMore, who is uh, president of Impact Wrestling. And Scott said, well, I can't believe they let Eric go. He's such a good talent. So fast forward past, you know, a non-compete clause. Eric Young has shown up on Impact Wrestling. He's back with the company. But in, he's making a media, you know, circuit. He's going around. He's being interviewed. And they asked him about it. And they asked him about Triple H. And he had this to say about uh, one of your favorites. Uh, I had a great working relationship with Hunter. He was always uh, open to my ideas. We had a great working relationship when I was on NXT. We didn't talk much when I went to the main roster. But apparently him and Triple H were in talks again because they were going to send Eric Young back to NXT, similar to what they did with Finn Balor. And then he was cut. Triple H had no idea. So now it's come out that Vince McMahon made these cuts without telling a lot of his creative people this is what's going to happen. We're letting these people go. Um, so whenever Eric Young talked to Triple H, Triple H really didn't know about it. And he was actually kind of surprised and upset by it because they had been working on some big stuff and some good angles for NXT. Hmm. But he said Triple H was awesome. Uh, a lot that keeps coming out, you know, that we have continuously said on this show, Triple H is doing great things for NXT. I don't watch it. But that doesn't mean I don't follow it. I still, you know, look up what's going on, and, and it sounds like some really exciting stuff. I'm just watching something else at that time. Porn. Yes. Um, so what are your thoughts on this? We've discussed it before. Is it time for him to pull the trigger? Does Triple H need to take over yes. Raw and SmackDown? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yes. Okay. All right. Well... We will elaborate that on that and more uh, next time on the Hijinks and Sue's Tuesday edition. Um, that's what we got for today, folks. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Bobby E said like five words, uh, but there's going to be tons of news tomorrow uh, to include some show news. And uh, on our end, means a smoke break. Kiss! For Bobby E, not me. I don't smoke. Until next time. Oh. Uh, kids? And giggles. Sure, why not?